is Jackie Davidson. And my name is Lisa Parker. And welcome back to the John Gosling 1742 Cookbook Podcast, where myself and Lisa are recreating recipes from an original Georgian era cookbook that belonged to a gentleman called John Gosling, London 1742. We are still recording remotely due to the coronavirus, so Lisa is in Gloucester and I am in Birmingham. So this week, Lisa, we've decided to have a go at palates, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Glad you're pronouncing that right. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit difficult, isn't it? So palates are known today as, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Palais Breton. So it's a French dish, really. So yeah, I'll just I'll just explain this a little bit. So palates are mentioned twice in the book, and I will read the recipe from the book in a minute in which they are used. Now, although I can't find a recipe written down in the book for palates, I feel sure they were making their own, or they must have been making their own, um, because this is um, this is a French recipe. I'm sure they wouldn't have been popping out to the shop to buy them back in the day. I'm sure they would have uh, baked their own because bearing in mind this recipe dates from the, the book dates from 1742 and I think this recipe went in around 1827 after the book had changed hands. So Lisa looking at this recipe then what are you thinking of doing and using to to recreate this? Well we was thinking of using the 80 grams of salted butter isn't it some sugar plain flour baking powder two egg yolks yeah and then mixing them and kneading them together and then uh, we said about forming them into a thick sausage because you found um, some photos haven't you of what they what these palettes look like and yeah so it's, it's basically we're basically going to form it into a big thick sausage and then slice it aren't we yes yeah because I suppose what I should say is palettes are like a cookie biscuit and the reason they're that shape, there was a game in France, I'm sure there still is, called um, Palette Breton. And it's a game they've played in the Brittany area since the 14th century. And this cake or cookie sort of represents the, um, the jack that they play with in this game. So somehow I think this, this type of cookie has come from the game from the game the shape of it has come from the game yeah oh the shape of it hmm the, the shape of the the slice it looks like like a puck doesn't it like a hockey puck that's exactly it actually lisa it is yeah apparently it's um a french game that's played outside in the summer and you have a board someone throws like a jack onto the board and then you form into two teams or two opponents and you have to try and get your puck as close to the jack as possible. It's just slightly different to balls and all the other the games. So that that's exactly right. It does look exactly like um, this uh, this puck. So there we go. Well, perhaps we'll have a go at one at, at this game one of the uh, one of the summers, Lisa. Should we try and recreate it? <laughs> so where to start then, Lisa? Okay, brilliant. Um, yeah, we, we, we spoke about the ingredients that we're going to use, didn't we? So we um, measured about 80 grams of salted butter. So I'll, uh, I'll measure the ingredients out for that. Okay. 
Now, actually, while you're doing that, Lisa, I've just realised I haven't read out the original recipe where they are in the book. So while you're doing that, I'll just quickly read this out. So palates come from a recipe in the book called Rump Beef Royal. And um, the recipe is season with peppers and salt, bone and lard it with well-seasoned lard, put it a stewing with slices of bacon, lemon, onion and sweet herbs at the top. Then put in two quarts of broth, a quart of claret, spice and coriander seed tied in a bag. Cover close and stew till tender. Then strain it well from fat and have a ragu made of mushrooms, morels, truffles, artichoke bottoms, palates, sweetbreads, coxcombs and cucumbers. Season with juice of a lemon pepper, salt, half a pint of gravy and claret, let it boil up, then dish up your beef with French sippets and pour the ragu all over and garnish with palates and lemons. So quite a mouthful really that recipe. Mm. Yeah. Okay, next um, I'm going to add 80 grams of sugar. I'm thinking of using caster sugar actually rather than granulated sugar. the sugar done so next um, let me just check the recipe um, 140 grams of plain flour next teaspoons of um, baking powder and two yolks so I'm just going to separate the eggs okay right it says to but I need to mix the yolks and the sugar together don't I first I'll just get a bowl of it the yolks and the sugar and then add the softened butter flour and the baking powder I'm just adding the flour I'll just measure out the baking powder so it's one and a half teaspoons of baking powder
Let's go into a nice thick mixture, actually, like a doughy mixture. Yeah, yeah. So I've just got it on the work surface now, so I'm just giving it a good knead. It says for about five minutes, doesn't it, to uh, to knead the mixture. Um, yeah, it's looking like a dough, like a cookie dough, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, it's looking like a, like yeah, just like a cookie dough. Lovely. So these palettes are used twice in this recipe. They're used in the making of the ragu and again in garnishing the dish before serving. Now the other thing I noticed with this is in that recipe it mentioned a ragu. Now a ragu is a rich versatile sauce associated with Italian dishes. To see a ragu mentioned in this recipe so early on, you know around 1827, was quite unusual. And then the other thing that was mentioned in this recipe, one of the one of the ingredients, Lisa, was uh, sweetbreads. Now, sweetbreads aren't what you think when you you first hear the word sweetbreads. They are sweetbreads are the organ meat that comes from lamb and beef. I think it comes from a gland in the throat or the heart. So it's actually meat. Well, I say meat. It's also known as offal. That's quite an unusual ingredient, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Right. I think that's it, Jackie. So, yeah, done it. I'm just going to wrap it in clean film. Yeah, well. Okay, right, I'll pop it in the... Um, the fridge now. So I'll put it in the fridge and we'll leave it for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's looking it's looking fine. Um, it's looking like it's um, a little bit more solid. So I think we'll be able to um, slice it up in order to, uh, to cook it in the oven, yeah. Okay, just get a knife. some uh, grease proof paper down onto a baking tray. It'll be interesting to see how much they rise actually as they bake. Yeah, right they're ready to go in the oven now. I've put the oven on to 150. It's a fan assisted oven. Um, shall I try for about 20 minutes? See how they go. Yeah, very well. Fantastic. Okay, I think they're ready now, Jackie. So I'm, um, I'm just going to get them out of the oven and have a little peek. Oh, they're a lovely golden brown colour. Oh, they look nice. They've, um, they've they've lost the shape because um, they were smaller and thicker because I cut them to about a cent oh, sorry I cut them to about um, an inch thick and then I put them on the baking tray I had enough mixture for it to make six um, but they've gone flat they've they've spread and they've gone they've gone flat to I'd say about um, about a centimetre and a half thick. 
I suppose the thing to say, Lisa, is we haven't used any equipment or implement around them while they've been cooking. We've literally just put them on the baking tray and baked them. Some people do put some sort of shape around them while they're baking in the oven, but we felt they wouldn't have had that kind of equipment back in the day. So we've literally just cut them into circles or shaped them into circles and then just baked them in the oven. So they're going to be a little bit, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're going to be slightly unique, aren't they? <laughs> Right, I think they'll be, I think they're hard enough now actually to, to um to get off the baking tray if I um just get it off and just try a little bit. Right, I'm just gonna try it now. So it'll slice out. They are lovely. Really nice. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're sweet taste. Yeah, lovely and sweet. And um, nice and crispy, yeah. They're really nice. Lovely. Um, I mean, I suppose the thing to say is the original recipe that they were in, in the book, was for a savoury recipe. So they were in a dish called Rump Beef Royal. So I suppose they may have used less sugar back in the day to make it as more of a... Um... For a savoury dish. Exactly, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're really good, Jackie. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still a bit more. Well, it's worked out well, hasn't it? Yeah. So I think, Lisa, when we do finally get together, we'll have to have a game of this uh, this, this Palais Breton, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that should be interesting. Well, I think we'll sign off on this podcast then, Lisa. Another interesting recipe. And, uh, yeah, it, it's worked out well, hasn't it? You'll be doing this one again. Grace. So join us again soon, and thanks for listening. So it's goodbye from me, Jackie Davidson. Okay. And it's goodbye from me, Lisa Parker. Bye. Bye. <laughs>